So the late game tonight, the Broncos and the Cardinals, that's at 10 Eastern. Commanders and Browns in Cleveland's been sitting there waiting, weather delay. It looks like now, according to people that cover the team and NFL Network, an 846 Eastern kickoff in Cleveland for the Commanders and Browns, where the Browns are two-and-a-half-point favorites right now. Go Browns. No, I, I actually stayed away from that one. I bet the points. I took the, the over in the game. I don't feel so great about that now, though, with the weather concerns, obviously. No. You know what I mean? Now they're... You know what? Actually, I should probably go back on that one and, and see what's going on there. <laughs> see what that looks I like. I didn't even think about this because, obviously, I wasn't expecting there to be a two-hour uh, delay in this game. An uh, hour and 12 minutes. Thank you very much. Not that long. Oh, Not I'm reminded. that wind. It's supposed to rain tomorrow, though, too. See, that's the good point, Trista. Is like, if it's going to rain again tomorrow, they're like, we got to squeeze this in. If we got to start playing at 9 o'clock... Then we'll do it just yeah. so you can get it in and not have to worry about keeping them around for two days. You're not going to like reschedule a preseason game very long. If you can do a day, that's about it. So it says uh, strong storms have developed in in Cleveland with downpours, lightning, hail, and gusty winds. This is currently the strongest storm in the area. It's moving uh, in Cleveland. This will impact the stadium. Uh, in the hour we will continue that was three hours ago so sounds huh. like they actually got hit with that so yeah i mean that's like a that's like a little mini cyclone or hurricane or whatever we've had some crazy storms all over the east coast and kind of middle of the country lately yeah it's been a lot of it yeah the weather's been actually uh brutal it's been nuts a lot of trees down in you know our area here a lot yeah. of stuff getting torn up Ooh, they're showing jameer gibbs highlights right now guys i'm telling you what He's gonna Yeah, that was his reception for eighteen. I mean, he, he's gonna be he might be Reggie Bush on steroids this year. You I know, hope so. Like with the ability to maybe run the ball better than Reggie Bush did, but then going out and being used in the slot and catching balls out of the backfield. We've seen the highlights in camp, but now watching it in this preseason game against the Giants, I mean that's an even it's just another example yeah. of like what this kid can do. The Giants are up thirteen three. They're nine and a half point favorites right now at halftime against the Lions. Yeah, I'm on the Lions in that game. I actually grabbed them plus three. Uh, it's three point dogs in that game. I should have just waited. Could have had them as nine and a half. Hopefully, <laughs> ten point dogs here soon. Uh, did not do that though. But I could see them making a rally. Also, Jack Campbell played in this game, and you got to feel really good about that if you're a Detroit fan because that's what you have to worry about is the defensive side of the ball. Wrapping up, making tackles, looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. Who knows? Maybe Detroit will actually live up to the expectations and win the NFC North. Unless Sean so? Clifford has something to say about it. I don't know. You know, I mean, like, if Green Bay's defense lives up to the hype, eight first-round picks, and Jordan Love looks like he did in those two drives, or Sean Clifford, half-joking, maybe they are a <laughs> surprise team. If Justin Fields takes that next step, I don't know. I guess the reports today, again, Justin Fields didn't look very good at practice. I try not to, like, you know, pay... I pay attention to it, but... I don't know. I want to see what he does in live game action, but I think DJ Moore is obviously a huge addition, right? Mm -hmm. Huge. And then the Vikings, like Nick continues to talk about, I mean, they're going to score a bunch of points. And Jordan Addison looked really good last yeah. night. Granted, it was one catch that they wiped away. Um, but Justin Jefferson's going to get so much attention with your top corner and safety help up top. He's going to be able to eat in the slot. So who knows? Maybe they surprise some people. I just that's the toughest the toughest division for me to call is the NFC North this year because I've picked the Packers the last fifteen straight years and you know it's tough to do that this year because too many question marks. Give me your top three offenses in the NFL next year. Ooh, good question. So Chargers number one. We're counting health with this though. Yeah, we need to count health with this. I think the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, are going gonna, to have a monster at the end year, of the right? Day, yeah, I mean Justin At the end Herbert. Of the day, I want you to tell me 
who yeah. ends up scoring the most points per game on average, tiering them top three. You even you could even do AFC and NFC if you'd like if, to make it easier. In the AFC, I mean, it's really hard to go against the Chiefs, even though you got Kadarius Toney as your number one wide receiver or MVS. Travis Kelsey is going to be 35 years old, but he's still the most elite tight end in the league, obviously. And Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen in my life. And Andy Reid's still calling the plays. Pacheco will probably have a monster year, even though he's dinged. It looks like he's going to be ready for week one. So I'll go with the Chargers, number one. I think they live up to expectations because I like Kellen Moore. He's going to allow Justin Herbert to push the ball down the field. Getting Austin Eckler back was huge. You know, obviously, um, he's pissed off like the rest of the running backs, but that's a guy that could legitimately score 20 touchdowns. You know, he could catch the ball out of the backfield. He could really do it all. So I think he's going to have a monster year. Quentin Johnson was a huge draft pick out of TCU because now you have a slot guy. And obviously, Mike Williams, and uh, he's never healthy, never healthy at all. So, And Keenan Williams as well. So I would go probably so- Chargers, Chiefs. And then I'm a believer in the Jets, so I'll throw the Jets out there as that Ooh, third team. So you're going to put them over teams like the Eagles and the Bills, because I'd still probably go Chiefs one. I'd maybe throw the Chargers in there at like two. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like Ken Dorsey as a play caller, so I think that that's why the Bills yeah. are going to take a step back. Oh, I don't you're know. Sticking that, with just AFC there, you're not doing yeah, NFC. That was okay, AFC. Okay, okay. Yeah, NFC's tough, man. I'm going to go Cowboys number one. You're just no, I'm not. Now. I'm not trolling. I'm not trolling. Over the Eagles. You're taking the Cowboys offense over the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to put the Eagles number two. I'm going to put the Cowboys number one. I'm telling you. If the Cowboys suck this year, you guys control me all season I, I long. I cannot wait the Lions to. Are, I did this with the Giants Lions last aren't a year. Top three, Lions aren't a top three offense in the NFC? No, I think they are. I'm going to put them number three. It's it's tough for me to put the Lions. I love Ben Johnson, and like I love what I saw last year, the last eight weeks of the season. But it's hard for me to put Jared Goff above Dak and Jalen who, in my opinion, are the top quarterbacks in the NFC. You know what I mean? Like, they were able to, Ben Johnson was able to do really good stuff with Jared Goff last year. So was McVay that Super Bowl year. And then defenses caught on, and they're like, oh, wait, this guy can't push the ball 30 yards down the field. Dak can, and Jalen actually can as well. Jalen's rookie year, he couldn't throw the ball down the field last year. Actually, Warren Sharp just put this on social media, this tweet, so I don't want to steal it, but really good stuff. I mean, he could make the throws. I didn't know that Jalen could make. So I would have to go, yeah, Dallas, Philadelphia, and then I'll go Detroit, number three. I have to, I have to go Dallas over Philly because they're my pick to win it all. I this mean, year. listen, if you want to do that, that's fine. I'm still, <laughs> I still got to go Philadelphia. There's so yeah. many weapons there, and they got better weapons in the backfield. I mean, I just don't, I just don't trust a team that says they're going to run the ball more, and then they don't have the weapons, they don't have the the horses to be able to run the ball more. I'd maybe put Dallas too, just to give them credit. If Dak Prescott stays healthy, we know that they can put up points. Then the question really becomes here: if it's Detroit or. Don't rule out San Francisco if Brock Purdy looks good. The problem is we don't or know whether Vikings. he's actually going to look good. And then there's still the Vikings. That's what made That's me a, think about it. Yeah. J- Justin Jefferson, we know how great he is. But TJ Hawkinson, a full offseason working with this team now. We talk about Jordan Addison. You're added there. They're not going to be able to defend anybody. So what their whole goal is going to be is just outscore everyone. So the NFC may not have as much talent as the AFC, but you're at least looking at that and saying, you got some offenses over there in the NFC. The yeah. AFC, it's kind of like more expected teams. Kansas City. Buffalo, uh, you know, Cincinnati, and then, yeah, you th- maybe Kellen Moore elevates the Chargers to that next level. I just don't think I can put the Chargers over Kansas City offensively just because of the fact that you I'm taking Patrick Mahomes <laughs> over over uh, Justin Herbert, but also you got receivers with the Chargers that are always hurt. I know we look at this and say, okay, you don't, we can't throw in injuries because you can't predict when or how, but when there's a consistent injury history with all of the top receivers for the Chargers, that's 
that is something that you at least have to think about. I think that will hold them back. Also, we like Kellen Moore, but we love Andy Reid. Andy Reid has the Chiefs, yeah. and like, look at the looks they're giving you coming out of the huddle. They're doing like the Irish jig. You have no idea where the hell anybody's lining up. I mean, Kellen Moore is good and all, but we don't know. You know, he doesn't have that capability yet. They're, they're not doing ring around the Rosie. Oh yeah, here we go. Sam, Sam Howell time. Sam Howell, one of one completion goes underneath to Jahan Dotson. Underrated receiver. Oh hell underrated yeah, underrated receiver. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying about the Commanders, though. Maybe the goal should just be you do suck. Because imagine like the commanders with don't, Caleb Williams. Don't tempt me with a good time. Even as a rookie could be a don't 10 win this. team. I know. Remember Dallas when Dak and Zeke were rookies? That team went to the playoffs. Yeah. In they fact, they should have they probably should have went to the Super Bowl. They just got Aaron Rodgers. He took a crappy Packers team and beat him with Jared Cook. Oh, Sorry man. to remind you of that. <laughs> great, great grab. <laughs> yeah, no. All right. It here was we go. A, it was a blasphemous game. So t- out of the top six offenses last year, four were in the NFC and two when the AFC, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Dallas, Detroit, and San Francisco in terms of points per game. See, and I would love to throw San Francisco up there when we Mm -hmm. talk about the NFC, and it's funny we're throwing Detroit up there and uh, Philadelphia and Dallas and not talking about the Niners with Kyle Shanahan calling the plays and Christian McCaffrey and Debo and Brandon Ayuk Mm -hmm. and George Kittle, but it's because Brock Purdy... I don't believe that Brock Purdy is going to be able to duplicate the success that he had as a rookie, especially with film on there. I watched a lot of Brock Purdy at Iowa State. Like him, Brees Hall, Matt Campbell, I bet their win total every single year, and they were always a letdown for me. Not that college matters. My main concern just is that he's coming off a Tommy John surgery. Today he throws three picks. I try not to overreact to camp news, but um, I just I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm a believer yet in Brock Purdy. Sam Howell, two for two. Nice little rush. Yeah. Maybe we got our franchise quarterback in Washington. Let me tell you something. I can't tell you how many times, and I know that lots of fan bases go through this. You always think you have the franchise quarterback after one preseason game. The amount of names thrown around in Washington over the years, but guys that you think out of nowhere are going to be, oh, this is our guy. No one else discovered him. John Beck. Yeah. Um, Chase Daniel. Oh, um Colt Brennan, may he rest in peace. Shout out to Chase uh, Daniel, though. He's made like a 15-year career. Good for him, it, man. You know? Backup quarterback, yeah. best job in the world right there. Make Completely millions, agree. don't do anything. Everybody loves you. Completely agree. I would want to be third. Oh, oh, my. So, oh, that you, was a see, completion. See? Bates Sam just Howell. dropped the damn thing. Catch the damn ball, Bates. Ah. All right. I feel good. I feel good about my guy. I'm telling you. Here we go. I'm telling you. He's not Whatever. A... You're the one that faded this team. You took the under six and a half wins. I like Sam Howell, though. That has nothing okay. to do with Sam Howell. It has to do with that offensive line. It has to do with the whole mess where you have the head coach throwing the offensive coordinator under he the bus. taking his job. Because that's what he did. No, I know. And, he and you, yeah. He's like, just so everybody knows, hey, he's kind of a jerk, so I want to make sure people know now he's not head coach material. I should stay the head coach. And as we just talked about our top offenses in the NFC, I just had two teams in the same conference uh, at one and two. So that's that's the problem for the commanders. They don't have Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott. Although, Sammy no. Howell. Howell at the moon. <laughs> UNC legend doing what Trubisky could never do, Luke. Just kidding. I mean, All he's right. kind of right. Uh-oh. Oh, oh God. You that's got the offensive yep. line. Yep. See, that, so and, that, have, and that's my problem. Yep. <laughs> Sam Howell could be Aaron Rodgers, you but have if he's one, got one second in the pocket. He's... You have one drop pass from the tight end, Bates. He was wide open, wide open, and now you have a completely collapsed pocket. So those are the types of things. And really, this is when you're watching a preseason game and you're watching young quarterback and get these opportunities like C.J. Stroud last night. What was the big thing we saw? Offensive line, not giving him a shot. Yeah. Not giving him a chance. So you can't just look at a box score and say a guy had an interception or completed only 57% of his passes if you don't look at what those passes looked like. Are there drops? Was he getting just the pocket getting flushed? 
that offensive line is going to be a problem for this team. Just like the Jets, though, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that, and that's the thing. Like, you just... It, 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 you can't evaluate these guys until you see the offensive line play, obviously. And, no, uh, if you Sam cannot. Howell's got no time in the pocket, it could be a little bit of a mess. At least Rodgers has the experience, although he's old as hell. So. Yeah. But he's played behind good offensive lines a majority of his time in Green Bay. Especially the last three years. It's yeah. going to be an adjustment, that's for sure. It's Bet MGM the night.